In today's podcast episode, I talk about the addiction almost to figuring out and knowing the how. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy! What do I mean with that? The big question, how do I do that? How do I become successful? How do I find my soulmate? How do I find clients? All those questions starting with how. And focus on the how leads us into a wrong direction. Of course, there is a right place and time for the question. So if you just want an easy recipe to cook a yummy dinner or what has happened to me several times in the past, you want to clean a burnt pot, believe me, you really will go into Google and find an answer for yourself or want to find an answer for yourself. Yeah, if you're just in need for a little bit of inspiration or you want to have an easy instruction manual to change something, you know, to get rid of something, then it's totally okay to look for the how or to, to start with the how question. The problem is when you look for easy instruction manuals for the big and personal questions of life and business. And then we end up with all those tutorials like seven steps to make five figure months, three steps to find your soulmate, five ways to turn your partner on in bed. And by the way, they are catchy titles and they draw people in. I don't tell you that you are morally wrong to keep using them for copy, not at all. And you can obviously give direction with a seven-step guide. However, I want to show you the problems when you rely on those easy guides for complex questions. And the how, the question of how, focuses on easy answers. By the way, I was inspired to this episode because I had a comment from someone in my audience who told me, like that person told me or wrote, I follow all that, like a specific ritual or a specific seven, not seven step, but a specific um, step guide, and I don't get results. It doesn't create results. I am doing everything I am told to do, and it doesn't change anything. I have been doing that for a half a year or something. And nothing has changed. So if you have found yourself following all the right steps and not creating results, keep on listening. What is the problem with this focus on action steps, on how and how it should go? I have four problems for you now. And there are obviously more, but those were the ones which, which stood out to me. First, It creates an illusion, a false idea of you just have to follow the steps and everything will work out. It really plays into this need. It is very strong nowadays, much stronger than 
in the, the days, centuries, generations before of instant gratification. And it also means this feeling of giving up responsibility. I can basically point the finger at the person who gave me the seven steps and say, oh, you told me something wrong. Like now it's your fault. They don't work for me. It creates a feeling in people almost like entitlement. It creates an entitlement culture. I am following the steps and I don't get the results. It's not my problem. You made the guide. You gave me the steps. It's your problem. It's like working with a coach and things don't work out in the way you want them to. And you point the finger at them and tell them it's because what you said, instead of taking back responsibility and with that your own power and saying, I'm taking responsibility for that. Yes, those steps can point me into a direction. However, there is more to it than following steps. So that's the first thing that this, this culture of asking the how question and wanting easy answers creates a form of entitlement and the illusionary belief of I just have to follow the steps and everything will work out. The second problem is that the steps of someone else are not necessarily what will work for you. They are very generic and you can have almost the same setup and baseline scenario. So you basically do the same steps as someone else. You follow the same answers to the how question and you reach totally different results. The factual steps don't take into account who you are and your unconscious programming, obviously, as well, which is very specific to you. So whenever you point this question outwards to other people, to Google, to wherever, and ask for answers, which don't come from you, but from someone else, you are taking in their action steps. And you think you can just do them in the same way and it will work for you. No, you have a very different setting, how you grew up, a very different baseline. And this is what you have to take into account. So for example, there is this idea, you know, just go out there, get on as many free calls as possible and all convert them into sales. Like this is a one strategy, one business strategy. And it is a valid strategy for a specific kind of character. Obviously, you know, it's a little bit more thorough. Yeah, it's for a very specific person. An extrovert will love to talk to as many people as possible. She will even gain energy from that. An introvert does not. She needs a different setting to enjoy talking to people or perhaps not even talking to people, follow a totally different strategy. And that is a very obvious example of why the how of others does not work for everyone. And this is the problem with lots of advice out there, that it seems you need to follow those rules and steps of others to become successful. And if it doesn't work, you think it's something inherently wrong with you, either that or the fault lies with someone else. You either take it very personally and you make it up about your, you make it all about your personality or that you're like, you're a lost cause or something like that. Or you point the finger at someone else that it's not working. While it was just not taking into account your personality and even to extroverts, would it might be that it wouldn't work for them if one of them had a limiting belief around self-worth. One would be selling a lot with the same approach, the other not. 
So what I want to say with that is that the steps per se are not helping if you take them literally and without questioning and checking in with your intuition. And I would say that's a main factor of the how question not working or the answers through the how question not working for people because they take on the strategy of someone else, especially extroverts, introverts, but also very sensitive people who take on the strategies of the loud world. Of course, very often they don't work or if they work, they lead to burnout. I have been in the game doing all the very extroverted strategies. I had success with them and it led me directly into burnout in a short amount of time. So it's not only about what works, but also in what way it works, because you can be utterly successful and depleted of your health. So obviously this is not what you want, I guess. The next point, number three, is that you are trying to get somewhere with your logical brain where you have never been. You keep yourself small with that. When I hear from people who are very successful and what questions they have, it's again the same questions. It's again a mindset and energy issue. They don't feel worthy of charging, for example, 50K instead of 10K for a service. So it is the same, it's the same questions. How do I increase my prices, for example, the how question, wanting a strategy for that. And the strategy can actually be the same for them personally. And it's focusing or what the need for them is to address their mindset and their energy. So they can see and hold their vibration in that area already of, for example, 10K. And now they need to go to the next bigger version. And it is down to their ability to contain that energy and vibrate on that level. Logic tells you that it's easy. You know, it tells you to follow those and those steps. But expanding your energy doesn't work with logic. And this is actually a really, really big factor why I do think that the how questions keep so many people stuck where they are. Because they focus on the logic, but your body and your mind might not be able to follow those logical steps. You know, you have probably been there that you think, oh, I just have to do that. I just have to go out there and do that. Like that's my logic telling me and you just can't do it. So you need something different. You need to address a different issue in yourself and working only with your logical brain doesn't lead you there. And it keeps you in the version, in the conditions you have been growing up and you have been until now. It keeps you in that mind frame. You can only get answers if you ask from your logic. You can only get answers in that same mind frame. Because you can't listen, you can't even hear anything out of there. If you only ask with your logical brain, basically, with your logical mind. And the last point I want to address is that the question, the how question, almost or very often comes from a place of frustration. Not always, but very often. It comes from the place, I don't have what I want. And that's a big difference to, I'm just looking for a recipe, you know? This is about inspiration, I want inspiration. But when you come from this place, I'm not successful, I want to be successful. How to be successful? It comes from the place of lack, of I don't have that. I can't make it work. How do I find clients? How do I find next level clients? 
It comes from the place, I don't have them now. I want to find them. If you are asking the, the question about a soulmate love or a next partner or something like that, it's again coming from the, very often coming from the place of lack, I don't have that right now. And guess what? When you stay in that energy of lack, you will create more of that. And this was the case with the person I mentioned before who actually inspired me to do this, this podcast episode. If you first focus on how do I create more income, how do I increase business, how do I become more successful, then you follow the action steps you get, you find somewhere and it doesn't work. And then you say like, how, like, why does it not work? How did I screw up? What happened? Again, you're focused on on the question of or on, a, on a question based on lack. So you keep yourself in that lack mentality. You can't see any progress because you're just looking at the steps you did. You didn't get the results which other people got and you only see what is not working and you keep yourself in the energy of lack. So I just gave you several reasons why the focus on the how leads you astray and that it keeps you in a small box. It keeps you glued to your problem. The more you focus on the problem, obviously, the more energy you put into it and the more you create of similar scenarios to feel that exact energy. The universe, the big you, responds to the energy you are transmitting. If it is one of lack, when you ask the how question, the big you responds and gives you more to feel that. It is actually not the circumstances, but it is how they make you feel. And if you're in your lack bubble, you will create more lack. You'll create more circumstances, whatever they are, to feel the energy or to feel lack. With those problems I mentioned, you already have now the answer of what to do instead of focusing on the how. So the first one was this illusion, this false idea you have to just follow the steps and everything will work out. The next one is that you follow steps which work for someone else, but not for you. The third one was that you only work with your logical brain when you ask that question. And the last one was that you often come from a place of frustration and lack when you ask that question. So if you turn them around and look for the, the positive ways of doing things. Yes, get inspiration. Fill your brain up with knowledge. Read all those guides. Read all those books. And try out as much as you want just to get a feeling of what it really is, what, what lights you up, how you want to do things. Sometimes you have to practice and try out things. For example, you have to try chocolate ice cream and figure out, actually, I don't like chocolate ice cream. But for that, you need to try it to figure that out. So get inspiration, fill your brain up with knowledge and come from a place of full responsibility. Shift the energy from victim and child entitlement to stepping into your own power. Whatever works, you commit yourself to finding the way that works for you. And even if you have to read hundreds and hundreds of guides of other people or just practice and try out things for yourself, whatever, come from a place of power and taking responsibility instead of saying, I'm entitled now to the results because I followed those steps. And I actually had um, 
several conversations on that knowledge, like filling yourself up with knowledge. So when you fill yourself up with knowledge in whatever way, it can be reading, it can be listening to audios, it can be going out into the world, experiencing things. And then you let your intuition step in. I'll get to this in a moment. Then you have like your intuition has a huge container or a huge amount of information it can work with and come up with something that works for you, that is inspiring to you. So yes, get that knowledge in, get that inspiration in. And then the next one would be to work with someone on your unique strategy, your unique how, what lights you up. I heard this so often that people say, oh, now I'm trying that. I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning because a success guy told me to do that. I read this, um, this piece of this blog somewhere about you have to get up very early. You have to eat at this amount of uh, at this time. Then you have to do a workout and you have to follow exactly that. And you have to now not even get up at five o'clock. Now it's even better to get up at four o'clock. Because all the successful people, they are successful because they got to get up very early. And if that lights you up, please do that. If you're a person who wants to enjoy sunrise, go out at four o'clock or five o'clock. But if it feels horrible for you, stop doing that. Just because someone told you that's the way to be successful. Stop doing that if it doesn't light you up. And... It might be that someone tells you, you have to speak to as many people as possible. Go to many networking events. And you hate this. You, you're an introvert and you hate to be around lots of people. Screw all of that and follow where your heart and your intuition is drawing you towards. You have to actually practice that to follow your own intuition and own guidance. And what I meant with work with someone, it can be helpful to be guided in a way that the person doesn't tell you what is the right steps to do it or the person helps you to draw out that was what is inside of you and helps you to overcome blind spots but important is to figure out your own strategy your unique strategy and obviously get inspiration from wherever you want but don't stop there don't take them literally and I really say that it sounds so obvious, but I hear people saying that over and over again. They heard something, what you have to do, and they follow it to a T and wonder why it's not working and they are deeply frustrated. So there is this, like you have to give yourself permission to do it your way. Everywhere in life, in every area of life and business, you have to give yourself permission to do it your way. I can't stop saying that. Because it's funny that still a majority of people doesn't do that. They still look out for the guidance in others and do it their way instead of finding their unique way, what works for them. And it might be that you actually follow action steps and just slightly change them up in some ways that it is feels more, more accessible to you or something. And then the next one is follow your intuition. Do anything that gets you back into trust and alignment. And instead of following the logical steps, follow the unlogical sometimes. Dare to step out of your limiting mindset. Do the frightening. Go out of your comfort zone. And this is also how you learn what you like and what you don't like. And follow your intuition with that. Not only logic, of course, do the logic when it's necessary. And other than that, Follow your intuition. 
Last but not least, do the energy work. I mentioned it in several episodes, actually. Your energy is what brings you the results. If your focus is on lack, you can't create abundance. So find ways to connect with abundance. Yes, it might be that you don't follow the X steps to whatever for a while. It might really be that you become abstinent, that you just create a magical place for you. I actually spoke to a colleague of mine who told me this person had never experienced lack in life and still came from a place of lack of like, I don't want to experience, have this experience for my family. So especially if you are imprisoned basically by those logical steps and they seemingly don't work for you, it might be to take, to take the backseat for a while and really connect with the energy where you want to go. Other steps might come up for you, which are very different to the steps you have done so far. Also, what I tell you in the podcast, the many, many, many things I give you to do that you can do. It is not that you have to do everything. I basically create a, like a huge potpourri for you to choose from what feels aligned with you. And also what made me successful does not necessarily mean that it makes you successful. So whatever you read and hear out there, take it with a grain of salt, like take it from a place of your own power, what resonates with you, what you really want to try out, what you want to give a go, where your intuition leads you. So that was my episode for you, where I talked about the problems of focusing on the how, the four problems I gave you and the answers to it. The first one was creating an illusion, a false idea that you just have to follow the steps and everything will work out. And instead, you have to step into personal responsibility, let go of entitlement and go into like connect with your own power. The next problem was that you follow steps other people created for you and they won't work for you because you're a different person. And that means to find your unique strategy through trial and error, through following your intuition, through following joy. And then the next one was that you only rely on your logical brain. And no, I want you to invite your intuition whenever it feels aligned for you. Every day throughout the day, ask your intuition what your intuition tells you to do now. Practice that muscle. And the last one was to come to not come from a place of lack anymore. Lack is very often the base of the how question and you have to start shifting there. So you might see when you come from a place of abundance, whatever or what kind of questions you come up with then. Coming from a place of abundance, the how question would sound different. You might ask, ask something totally different. So play around with that. Enjoy the process, I have to say. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to get turned on and fired up by life again, plus step into the next level of business growth, apply for a discovery call with me and I'll get back to you in the coming days. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. Lydia.